You're listening to Collective Practice, a podcast for mental health entrepreneurs who dare to dream, create, and grow your business. I'm Lauren Spaulding, marriage and family therapist and business consultant. I'm on a mission to create abundant success for those in the helping profession who strive to tear down barriers around mental wellness and create healing opportunities for all. Thank you so much for joining me in today's episode. Let's jump right in. Hi, and welcome back to Collective Practice. I'm Lauren Spaulding. This is a podcast for mental health entrepreneurs where we talk about business, we talk about clinical skills, and we address our own mental health. And today's video is going to be focused on our own mental health. I personally just hit a wall after hearing about Dante Wright and just so much tragedy back to back to back in the past month um, and even beyond that, of course. But I noticed every time I would hear more news about violence, about hate, um, I would feel it and then kind of be able to move forward. And Hearing about Dante Wright's death in the middle of the trial of George Floyd's death was just this absolute, like, full-on hitting a wall of just grief and anger and sadness and hopelessness. And so I decided not to post last week. Every day as I crept closer to the day that I normally post, I would think, Maybe I'll just post about how to sit with anger and I just wasn't at a place mentally where I could actually just sit down and do this and I decided to respect that, that my energy levels were depleted, that I was feeling um, just a lot of weight and I was also just feeling the sadness for Dante's family for the black community that what I'm feeling is probably one one hundredth of what they're feeling. And so I decided to take a week and just be with that and just respect my needs. And I didn't even say anything about skipping the week. I kind of felt like I had permission because I don't have this like massive following right now where I was just like, yeah, I'm just, I'm just gonna do what I can this week, which was the bare minimum of posting on my stories a tiny, tiny bit. And I'm just going to be okay with that because we all have ups and downs. And it's when we don't respect that we're in a down that we sometimes stay there or it gets worse or it pops up in our life in a different way that doesn't feel good. And so I always, always really like to have a different relationship with depressive symptoms and listening to what my body needs, listening to what my body's telling me and listening to what I need to continue to do this beautiful work with my clients, um, with people who follow me online. And yeah, I took a week and I appreciate being able to do that. So Today, this week, I feel like I'm starting to come out of it a little bit. I can still connect with the 
anger and the grief and the outrage and the sadness and all of it. Um, but it doesn't feel so overwhelming. I feel connected with my experience in a different way that feels like I'm coming a little bit back into that that window of being able to tolerate the feelings without feeling completely crushed. And I wanted to use today's video to talk about how I sit with anger, how I help clients sit with anger and have a different relationship with it. And I think it's really important to our work that we are also inviting some curiosity and some compassion around our experiences because we can sometimes as therapists or as mental health workers fall into that more like analytical problem solver mode because that's a lot of what we do. We we have those parts of us that are really beneficial to our work. And I feel like anger in particular has a pretty bad rap. It's Kind of viewed differently from other emotions. It's kind of viewed as this thing to get through or this thing to overcome or um, or it's even seen as a as an informational emotion like what is my anger telling me um, and most a lot of therapists talk about anger as a secondary emotion and there's hurt underneath it and we need to get to the hurt um, but I feel like sometimes that can be really dismissive of anger or our angry parts as important and vital parts of us. They're just as important as, and vital as our vulnerable parts. They're just as important and vital as our any other protector. And especially in cases of social justice, of humanity issues, um, Anger is valid to be there. Anger should be there. It, it really should. And we shouldn't be shushing it away or we shouldn't be forcing ourselves to analyze it and tell ourselves, well, it's a secondary emotion. I got to get to the hurt. Anger is justified and anger has every right to be present in your experience as much as the hurt is present in your experience. And so I'm going to walk you through a short little meditation-ish activity that I like to use when I'm sitting with my anger or when I'm guiding a client through sitting with their anger. And for those of you who are curious, this is based off of internal family systems therapy, specifically the six Fs, which is a way of connecting with our parts and our protectors and inviting some relationship with our protectors. So the first thing I invite you to do is just connect with your self-awareness. So really name your current experience. And so if I'm feeling anger right now, I can feel it in my chest. It feels like heat in my chest, in my core. Um, I can feel it in my ears. My ears feel hot and feel um, kind of like a got red blood pulsing through my ears and when my anger feels really, really activated, like seeing Dante Wright being killed by a police officer, I can feel my body almost vibrating. It's like there's just so much energy in my body with that anger that it feels like my cells are vibrating and my muscles are vibrating. 
So connecting with that body experience and then noticing your thoughts, thoughts of hopelessness, thoughts of rage, thoughts of anything really. Can you notice your thoughts without judgment? Can you name all of the emotions that you're experiencing? And so I'm feeling anger, I'm feeling hopeless, I'm feeling desperate, I'm feeling grief, I'm feeling sadness for the Black community, I'm feeling sadness for people of color, I'm feeling confusion, I'm feeling numb, I'm feeling depleted, I'm feeling depressed, I'm feeling fed up, you know, name all of those things. Can you name any urge or impulse or reaction that's present with that experience? So am I in fight, flight, or freeze? Am I having any other type of reaction? And for me, that urge is to shut down. I can feel that there are parts of me that are just like, oh, this is so much energy for you. So what if we just shut you down? and all energy, all motivation, and all inspiration just is gone. It feels almost like someone turned the lights off in my brain in this attempt to cool down my body. There's this like physiological reaction to the anger. And so I'm just noticing that I just want to invite you to really focus on that and just ask yourself, is it okay to get to know this part of you better? And if the answer is no, ask yourself, what would I need to feel some safety around understanding this part of me more? That might be an internal boundary or an internal container, like putting the anger in a box that's clear and you can still see it, but there's some space. Or it could be taking some deep breaths and like seeing, visualizing the anger, getting a little bit further and further with each breath, not to make it go away, but to make it feel safe to get to know it. Maybe it looks like needing help or guidance, maybe talking with a friend as you process this or scheduling with your therapist or your mental health support system. And if the answer is yes, it's okay to get to know that part. Just really focus on it and really allow yourself to be with that part of you. It's feeling angry. It's feeling a lot. Then ask yourself, how do I feel towards this part of me? How do I feel towards this angry part. And I'm noticing I feel compassion towards it. I feel understanding as to why it's here. I feel in agreement with why it's here and the purpose that it's feeling like it's serving for me, for others, for the community. If you notice there's any negative feelings towards it, whether that's you just don't like it or you're afraid of it or you hate it, you're angry at it, see if you can notice that's coming from other parts of you. 
that don't like this anger, that hate it, that are afraid of it. Ask those other parts if they can give you some space. Let them know that you're safe to sit with this anger. Just give some time to feel that room of this whole experience of the anger of everything else. And then I want you to ask your anger, what does it want you to know about it? And I want you to try not to think of the answer or to analyze the anger, but to just sit and listen and just really hear an answer from your anger. I hear, I need you to ask the parts that want to cool me off, to give me some room and to, to see that the fire within this body is safe and it's relevant and it matters puppy guide over here, keeping me calm. <laughs> I can do that. And it feels like I can handle kind of just speaking with this team, this, there's anger and there's other parts reacting to that anger. And I can see that the anger is feeling like it's being suppressed when it doesn't need to be suppressed. So I can hear that. You might ask, is there anything else you want me to know? Is there anything that you need from me? And I hear my anger telling me, keep going. This journey's hard and you know your role in this burdened community, keep going. It's a very different message from what I was feeling last week that feels empowering, that feels almost like I'm like putting on my armor, like, yes, yeah, I need anger to be on my team as I move forward in my business, because I know that my business is motivated and driven by empowering people of color, empowering black therapists, empowering brown therapists, empowering people who have felt oppressed and who have felt misaligned with the current systems in place around mental health. And I know that that can have a ripple effect in the community so I need to acknowledge when it's hard, when emotionally it's a lot, and when I'm feeling for the communities that I want to, that I currently serve and that I want to continue to serve in the future. And I need to honor when rest is needed and I need to keep going. Mm. I can like feel that fire move up towards my throat right now, which feels like mm, that fire is around my voice. Feels, feels okay to feel. 
then I'm going to ask myself, my anger, what is it afraid would happen if I wasn't angry? What What is it afraid would happen if it wasn't creating this big, big fire in my body? It's afraid to be a part of the wrong side of the system. It's afraid to ever contribute to the insane amount of harm happening to marginalized bodies right now. That fear is valid. That fear makes sense. Hmm. And I invite you to just be with this anger without trying to do anything to it. There's no agenda. We're not asking it to get smaller. We're not asking it to go away. We're not asking it to show us the primary emotion. We can hold all of that. And maybe we'll explore the primary emotion, the hurt behind it, the vulnerability in, in the future. But for now, validate the anger deserves to be felt. It deserves to be heard. Just be with it. And I want to extend gratitude towards my anger. My anger is part of my passion. My anger is part of my boundaries. My anger helps me ensure that my needs are met, my loved one's needs are met. Even when I'm in tough situations where I'm feeling uh, that I'm being mistreated by a person in power or by a person with different privilege from, my, from me, I'm really grateful for my anger. Extend some gratitude towards your body and all the ways it communicates to you what you're feeling, what you're experiencing, what you're needing. And see if you can commit to trying to listen to it more this week. See if you can commit to trying to meet your emotional needs this week. Okay. That's all I've got for today. I'll see you in the next one. Bye. As we wind down from this episode, take a moment to reflect on your key takeaways. How can you care for your business and yourself this week? Don't forget, you are awesome and worthy of a hugely successful career. I hope to help you and support you along the way. I'll see you in the Collective Practice Facebook group and in the masterclass. Visit laurenspaulding.co for more details. Talk to you soon, friend.